0: To protect me, Alex said. That's not your job. You can't protect everyone. Get your stuff and get out, Sylvie said, finding real temper for the first time. Can't protect everyone? Didn't need to tell her that. Not now. Her gun hand twitched. The little dark voice that lived inside her head roused and laced her tone with fury. Get out, she throttled back the rage. Alex, despite Sylvie's current pretense, was her friend. The dark voice had no friends at all, and why should it? It existed only to survive, had woken during Sylvie's first brush with the magicus mundi. Sylvie wasn't sure what it was, a micro-split in her personality, the echo of ancient genetics, or something else entirely. Her witch friend Val, when consulted, argued for option A or B, said it was too bitchy not to be pure Sylvie. But hers or not, she couldn't argue with its priority, to keep her alive. Alex licked her lips, nervous. It wasn't a tone Sylvie usually turned on her. Syl! You don't feel like packing up? Fine. I'll mail anything you leave. Now key and out. Sylvie held out her hand, met Alex's eyes without flinching. Alex dug in her pocket and dropped the key into Sylvie's palm. Sylvie chucked it into an open box and turned her back the prickling at the back of her neck let her know that Alex still watched her. You forget what the door looks like? Footsteps edged away. Then the door opened, bringing in the sound of the crowded South Beach streets, the sounds of foreign tourists talking, the cars honking as people jaywalked before them, the office filled with the warm scent of salt and sun. The noise faded, but Sylvie knew that Alex wasn't gone. She refused to turn around. This is because of Suarez, Alex said, her voice low. He died. And you think... Be accurate, Sylvie snapped. He was murdered, in front of us. Alex scrubbed at her eyes, and Sylvie said, It's not just Suarez. It's all the shit we deal with, the creepy crawlies and nightmare fodder most sane people refuse to acknowledge. And that's not even including the government agents who think we're worth watching day and night. I've had enough all true, all utterly misleading. But how did she say, I'm quitting before I have to start killing people as well as monsters, when Alex had no idea she killed anything at all? She chucked a handful of pencils at a box just as two patrolmen pushed into the room, shoving Alex out of the way. What now? Sylvie asked. The little silver bell chimed faintly in its marble bowl, too quietly for Sylvie to tell if it had been jarred to movement by the cop's sudden entrance, or by something else. Sylvie didn't care for the police at the best of times. Not that they had much reason to like her either. An unlicensed P.I. who'd ended up standing over one too many bodies. I've quit, guys, so take your shit elsewhere, Sylvie said. But the police ignored her. One of them climbed the stairwell to her private office and kicked the door open. It banged against the wall hard enough to scar plaster. The other cop, a 40-ish black male, headed toward Sylvie. Something was wrong with his eyes. He had junky eyes, strung out, hurting eyes, looking for some intangible fix. Sophie wasn't sure he saw her at all. He circled the small kitchenette, opening the storage closet and peering inside. It was their silence that worried her the most. It was too loaded and too separate. The officers seemed as unaware of each other as they were of her. She traded a look with Alex, still pressed back against the wall, and tilted her head slightly toward the door. Go on, she thought. Get out. Alex shook her head. Stubborn as always. Loyal to a fault. Exactly the reason she had to go. The cop came down from the office above and focused in on Sylvie for the first time. She glared back, unflinching. Young, Hispanic, and a little too pudgy for his uniform, he still made her blood run cold. Like the other cops, his eyes were empty. Careful, Sylvie's inner voice whispered. Her hand ached to pull her gun from the desk drawer. Is there something you want? Sylvie said, her tone steadier than her nerves. Got some java going if you're needing caffeine. The older cop pushed past her again. Her hand spasmed on the drawer, but he headed straight for the exit and was gone. A moment later, Pudgy followed. Sylvie put her hands on the desk and leaned forward staring at the fake wood grain. Following the patterns until her adrenaline faded. What was that? Alex asked. An omen rolling up to wish us.